You're listening to the Binge Media Podcast Network on BingeMedia.net. And now, the Binge Sportscast. The NFL is in full swing. It's about time we do our thing. No time for dunks and finger rolls, dropping pucks and scoring goals, home runs and strikeouts are for summer. Tight spirals flying all around, touchdowns abound. Let's talk some football, crushing beers and throwing fits. Let's talk some shit. It's the Big Sports Cast. Call 708 316 you Baba Dicks. Welcome, everybody, to the Binge Sports Cast. I'm PJ, and as always, joined by my main man, TM. TM, how are you doing this late evening? This late Tuesday evening? Yeah. 14 of the NFL? I don't know what we're yes. anymore. Well, we're technically in week 15 now, but uh, yeah, I mean, I'm here, aren't I? I'm here. I'm not, yeah, it's uh, a somber. It's a somber night. It's a late night. It's uh, we're we're a well, day it's not somber for you. Your team keeps winning. My team keeps losing. What yeah, are you baby. talking about right now? <laughs> the Lions are unstoppable. <laughs> oh, it's been a uh, it's been a fun run thus far, TM. It's been a good couple of weeks here in the uh, Detroit household. Uh, yeah. But, you know, it's uh, all it's, levels. Yeah, it's 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 fun and it's it's infuriating that we let so much get away so early. Uh, but we'll talk about that a little bit um, now. TMU, yeah, I mean, obviously you're not feeling as high on your NFL team, but you have to be feeling high on the four hundred million dollars spent by the Mets, right? <laughs> yeah, I guess. I guess so, but I will say this. Yes, of course I'm excited. But I will but I, listen, these guys in the bullpen, you know, we'll see, right? Every bullpen pitchers are are year to year, it seems like. But um the Verlander thing, you know, I don't like him i've never liked him maybe you can teach me to like him um i don't even know if we talked about this or we did last a little week, bit i just yeah, yeah I, I just can't get pa- i just can't get past that signing what i am interested in though at this moment is the correa sweepstakes because we're in on that and we that's what we need we still need a bat you know we kind of just the pitching's just kind of maneuvered around a little bit um, obviously bringing in the American League Cy Young supposed to be exciting for most people, but he's 40. I know how I felt at 40. I know how I feel now. There is <laughs> only one Tom Brady. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. I mean, I fell down the friggin' stairs this weekend, <laughs> delayed the show 24 hours. I just don't understand. I just don't understand it. Like I said, not everyone is Tom Brady. Nobody's Tom Brady, but Tom Brady up until this point. So if let's see what happens. If this guy fucking gets hurt in the spring, I'm just going to sit back here, light my cigar, and say, if I could told you so. I mean, because I'm just, Scherzer couldn't finish it, and he's not even 40. And I'm just, it's a little too old for me. The yeah. average age should have went down. We were the oldest team in the league last year. That needs to decrease. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't um, usually help when you get older, not younger. 
But yeah, I mean, I understand going for it, but you need I need that big bat to make me confident that we're going to score because the Mets' issue's never been pitching; it's always been offense. So get Correa. They're talking about Conforto. I mean, what the fuck is he going to do? That's like saying Michael Conforto coming back and being productive. I mean, he probably has a better chance of being productive than Beckham does. You know, you just keep hearing all that old Al Beckham yeah, stuff yeah, in, yeah, yeah. in the media today. Um, so I don't know. No. I don't know. I'm excited, sure. But I'm in the midst of this Dolphin debacle right now and uh, paying attention to the moves, but not necessarily – on top of, you know, Chad C keeps texting us about baseball and then he gets all salty because we're not responding. My head's just not there. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm in four or five leagues, fantasy playoffs. The Dolphins suck. You know, I gamble. That's where I'm at right now. Michigan's in the college football playoff. I'm thinking of hammering them to win it all. Yeah, just man. Just getting confident. Getting confident. Yes. So, yeah. I'm with eh, you. Baseball, right? Baseball's at, got a, a capital E-H right now. Eh. Yeah, uh, there's. I mean, yeah, there's. There's news coming about. Out, you know, I. I think there was something about, and we'll get into this maybe later uh, around. You know, pitchers and catchers. But I know all the rule changes. I want to get your thought on all the rule changes and all that. But that's not for today. Today we're going to keep it timely, TM. Today we're going to bust right into BSV. We're going to talk about the uh, NFL this past week. I do want to get your thoughts on. AFC because it's it's a lot has changed on that end. Uh, the NFC is a lot more. It's I mean there are it's a group of about four teams right now. They got a chance, and my team's one of them. But it's a long shot, and we'll get there. So let's start with some BSV, and then we'll you know jump into all the other games that happened. There were a lot of games this week, TM, that didn't uh, didn't go as planned. I think for some people, teams having to come back to win and teams, you know, not looking as sharp. And then some teams that, you know, are supposed to be, you know, these 10 and two juggernauts that just get their dick kicked in by, you know, a five and seven lions team. But that's, <laughs> you know, oh, that's right. That happened. <laughs> Seven zero eight three one six eight eight two two. That's the number. Uh, call in and bitch about your team because I'm pretty sure that's all these voicemails are this week. Um, hey, yeah. Uh, one thing before you play the first voicemail: this Lakers Celtics game on television right now. I'm shutting it off. Okay, I can't do it right I, now. The I'm, NBA. I just the, can't do it man. it is so oh funny God. it is so funny that you say that so tm and i are both watching this same celtics lakers game on tnt it's like TNT tuesday night. and i was literally thinking the same thing like i just don't care and i know that we get yelled at for not talking but who gives a shit watching anthony davis 
And LeBron, you know, in his how old is LeBron? Forty five now. Not really, but Westbrook. I, just, I mean, the fact that Westbrook's on the court, I'm just like, I can't do this, man. I just and it doesn't matter. Nothing matters. Literally, nothing matters. Oh. It's it's incredible. They only play eighty and only, but I mean, they you know eighty two games as opposed to one hundred and sixty two, and I care less. <laughs> I care less about the. I mean. I can't. I have. I base what it. So it's December. It's the second week of December, soon to be third week of December, and I just have no interest in this league whatsoever. This sport, I can't wait till we get a month off <laughs> after the Super Bowl. <laughs> My liver needs a break, and I'm not getting into this crap until March Madness. Until baby. yeah, March. Madness yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. We'll keep it. Keep it as we always. Schedule will stay on schedule. That is Get your show I, going, Chad. I was literally thinking the same exact thing. That is so great. All right. Snooze. All right. Well, uh, this first uh, voicemail is, and, and it's a really short one, so let me make sure I got everything set here. But uh, let's see. Let's hear what this is. Here we go. Oh, no. We suck again. Fire's my lock. <laughs> Fire Salah. <laughs> is that Alex? Yeah, so I was gonna say that's your boy, your boy Alex. Bravo, in. bravo. <laughs> oh my! All right, so you gotta. So did, wait, before wait, did he call back or no? Nope, that's it. That was, oh, he is getting good. You know what? I am. I'm creating something here. I'm. I'm going. He's gonna be a star. He is a go. star caller um what do you, what can you say about this game i mean i i did see a ton of it um just another typical there used to always be these memes that would go around um when it would be like it would be any of the afc matchups really but it would really be jets dolphins or bills dolphins it would just you know it would say something and then it would be like still more and still more exciting than a bills dolphins game or something like that right or there'd just be a kid staring at a wall that would say still more exciting than a dolphins jets game that used to always be like the knock on these afc east games that's just really what you're getting here man i mean it's snowing it's raining it's zero zero till there was like a minute left in the first quarter when buffalo finally i think it was quinton quinton williamson I forget these guys' names as soon as I have one drink. But key defensive end, uh, you know, defensive lineman for the Jets went out. Yep. And yep. Buffalo finally got down the field and scored. And it was a like Dawson Knox, kiss my ass, I played you three weeks in a row, you didn't do shit, now you score when I bench you. Um, but it was a great, great play, great, like, flip. No, it was, it was an awesome, it was a you know, typical. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that was cool. But, you know, then they come out in the second half. Bills go, uh, go right down and score. Jets come right back and score. And I was like, oh, all right. I'm like, this might get interesting here. Right back to the same old slog fest. It was the same crap that I basically saw at the Meadowlands a few weeks ago. And it just is what it is. You got two tough defenses that are relatively healthy aside from, you know, the injury, uh, you know, that occurred in the game for the Jets, um, which I think really was the difference in the game if you really want to get very technical. And also the fact that they murdered – Mike White several times. I mean, he left the field twice. Yeah, you know, and then he actually left the stadium in in an ambulance. He was taken to the hospital after the game. So he was just, Milano just lit him up. It was like, oof. 
And Bailanak had texted, we were talking pregame, and he's like, as long as Milano plays, I'll feel fine about today. And then we found out he was in, and he was like, all right, I'm good. And then Milano, when that guy plays, I mean, he just completely changes the course of games. Yeah. Yeah. But you get the cover. I got the cover on plus nine because they get a block punt safety and a field goal. They go for the field goal late prior to the onside, which is always a brutal way to lose a backdoor, but it also is a fun way to win it. And, uh and there you go. You know, the Bills are, you know, now here comes Miami in um, possibly seven inches of snow I Saturday saw night. That. I saw that. Oh, God. So, Standalone game. Kill me now. I know. Um... Everybody just take Buffalo and, and up it too, right? It's minus seven and a half. I would up it to minus nine and a half. Get plus odds on it and just cash, dude. This is going to get ugly. Yes. And we're going to talk, we're gonna for this. talk about, about your team here in a little bit. But I want to talk about, because we didn't get, um, oh, actually, let me see. I don't. I don't know these numbers yet. We, we suck again. We suck again. Um, <laughs> I can't get as a fucking greatest. Oh, okay. We need to listen to this. Here we go. This is the next call. It's about the Jets. Hey, boys. What's happening? So I missed a call last week. and Y'all start giving me shit. TM, you know I love you, but hey, I get, I'm pretty busy, and it's not like I don't uh, I don't want to hear on except. So, oh, stop. You record in the afternoon. Calling in on Monday morning. <laughs> my thoughts on the Jets. I think Tony Romo, of all people, said it perfectly at the end of the game. They're not the same old Jets, but they still have room to improve to get where they want to be. And I think you saw that against Buffalo. Because my, my biggest takeaway is that um, there's only so much you can ask of your defense holding Josh Allen to 17 and 20 in the two games this year. The fact of the matter is the offense has to play better. You have to score touchdowns to win these type of games, and your offense can't be turning the ball over in key spots, which is what they did. They were able to move the ball. Garrett Wilson's a fucking superstar, but they had key fumbles on drives that could have made this possibly a winnable game, but it is what it is. Um, yeah, the late, they late played fumble. They 10-win teams on the road, off. and they lost by one score for each game, and the defense has contained Diggs and Justin Jefferson on back-to-back weeks. Josh Allen threw for less than 200 yards, but there's not enough offense. And on that note, it's been a long time since I've seen a Jets quarterback take the kind of beating Mike White took yesterday. And if you're not inspired by this kid as a Jet fan, and you're still on the Zach Wilson bandwagon because he won games, then I honestly don't know how to help you. Because he made some throws yesterday during the moments where he was getting blasted that made my jaw sort of hit the floor. Um, I think the offensive line did a tremendous disservice to him because they were, they were abysmal and the key reason why they lost. So it is what it is. You know, I'm seeing quality improvement, but they still need to be more consistent on offense. So, you know, I'm, it is what it is. You know, I can't be upset um, because this team is where I thought they would be. They can hang with anybody, but they got to learn how to win these close games consistently when you have to score points. So that's it. Hope you guys are great. And if I don't talk to you next week, Merry Christmas. Bye. So Okay. You know what's going to happen here. You know what's happening here. This is what's happening. It's all coming down to Week 18, Jets at Miami. That's what's going to happen here. It's, it, it's my worst fucking nightmare. 
and it always has to come down to this. Don't worry it's going to be ridiculous. Yeah, dude, don't worry about it. The Lions got it under control next week. The Jets are going to be back to 500. And oh, just man. Don't fucking worry about it. But, no, I want to know. So, Goudreau said something interesting there. And I, I've i been through a lot of quarterback controversy and quarterback uh, you know, carousel in Detroit land. You just – I mean, you – I find it interesting that the Jets have so – quickly just written off a quarterback that was what five and two to start and yes he was five yes he was five and two to start or what lost twice to new england and you know he has a bad game and doesn't say the right things and and i get it like your team has to want to play for the guy but the fact that goudreau is sitting there saying how he loves Mike White for his toughness, yet not because he has the ability to win is I, – I guess I just don't understand. I mean, how do you base your entire team's outcomes on toughness of a guy? I mean, somebody's got to be able to – he's got to be able to win. But you see what's happening. They're starting to lose. So the Jet fan has to start finding the silver lining because, if the, you know, the plane is beginning to descend towards the, you know, the mountain or the, right. the field, the grass field. And <clears throat> they're trying to keep it, you know, up in the air with their nonsense. Dude, Mike White is, this is, then this is, I'm turning into my Dolphin fan right now. But, you know, Mike White is his godsend to this team. He's he's always been the answer when the other guy stinks. So I'm enjoying the shit out of it because okay, yeah, he's playing good. That's fine. But you're you're hitting on the point that I'm seeing, which is losses. And thank God, is you know, I mean, just please, Detroit, beat them this week. But yeah, I don't know the Zach Wilson. I don't know if I agree with you completely about the Zach Wilson writing off thing though, because this was kind of his year to show something. And he didn't beat Buffalo. You know, he just didn't lose that game. I mean, he was awful in the two New England games, especially the first one. And, you know, that, you know, he wasn't, he's not close. He's really not even close. And he was a number two draft pick. So I think it's just the fact that, you know, to be the number two pick and just, I mean, look at Lawrence and then look at Zach Wilson. I mean, it's night and day. And I, I believe, I think, I, so I think from that outlook, you can write somebody off fast because it's in the, the problem for Zach Wilson is the defense is just light years ahead of his development. So that's not his fault, right? Yeah. Because some of those guys have been there longer than him. But the, the, the organization, the fan base, and of obviously the coach, the coaching staff, like, they need to win. They see wins. They're beating good teams. They're hanging with every team they play. The defense is, well, I mean, they say it was Super Bowl worthy, but you know what? They've actually sucked the last couple weeks. And I'm not going to go diving down statistics right here, but they've been pretty fucking bad ever since everybody anointed them the greatest defense in the league. So, you know, just tone that down a little bit. But I get it. I get, and it's New York. And it's the Jets, so it all kind of makes sense. Zach, I mean, if Zach Wilson's in Indianapolis or 
anywhere else, really. He's still playing. But that's just not going to be the case here. But I guess my question is, it's... Oh, could I just throw one more thing in before you say something? Yes. Joe Flacco had to come in, right? Because Wilson doesn't yep. suit up for these games. Yeah. And that that's the consensus the last two days on uh, new, with the fan base is, Flacco can't be the backup. It's got to be Zach Wilson. <laughs> so oh, he's already, he's already <laughs> crept up. He's already crept up one depth level in well, the depth it, chart. And that's, <laughs> I'm not trying to say that, that Goudreau or any Jets fan shouldn't criticize Zach Wilson. And his inability and, and, and maybe the, the fact that he sucks. That's fine. But don't come on here and, and tell me that Mike White is the second coming of Christ because he came back in the game to try to save his job because he's never going to get another job in the NFL. Like, if you're a backup quarterback, you get your ass back on that field. You find that fucking dog. I mean, that is what you do. Like... <laughs> This is his Fair livelihood. Enough. As a quarterback, you do not give up your spot. If you can play, you play. Right. But 12 points? I mean, woo! Yay, Mike White. And it's not yeah, like... You ain't, ain't going to beat anybody with 12 points. But he, that was Goudreau's point. I mean, he's obviously right about that. A hundred. And, and it's just they're, they're... You're right. They're probably grasping for something. But just come out and say... I don't think any of these guys are the answer. We're doing our best with what we No, do. you're not getting that. You're not. No, 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 no. Let me tell you. Now, when it comes to Goudreau's take on Mike White, that is the consensus in the fan base and, and the media. This guy is it, man. But that's great to me. Uh, please, please. Please stick with Mike White. I mean, I hear them say, I mean, he is it. Yeah. He's it, man. He's it. He's the guy. He's the guy. Well, Not like I really can. I really can't be talking about my quarterbacks right now. So, <laughs> uh, so the yeah, Jets are sitting here in fourth place in the in the AFC East now. I mean, it's it's gotten to that point now. I mean, holy shit balls, TM. So let's let's stick with the AFC then. Yes. So your team on Sunday night uh, decided to go out there and Tua. I mean. I mean, he Take might as well have just taken a dump in his pants and sat on the sidelines. Oh my god! I, I mean, I was I I we were watching a show or something. Skylar Thompson game. probably could have played better on Sunday night. Honestly. I mean, three for like fifteen to start or whatever it was, and then it I just, think it was two for some. It, it was just they never kept... got better. No, it never got better. They, you know, they took the Chargers took away the middle of the field, which is where the Dolphins have fucking lived all season. Um, and it was just bad. You know, it was, it was really getting to me too. Okay. First of all, I mean, I have to address this Herbert. Okay. He outplayed <laughs> Tua right now. That's all well and good, but this 23, 17, you got Collinsworth on oh the broadcast. God, it is nothing, nothing. And this guy is blowing incomplete passes yeah, by you Herbert, text, right? You texted me about it, or, or maybe it was on the group. Like, yeah, oh, it was ask, an incomplete pass, and he is – He short-hopped just, a receiver. He put that ball exactly where it needed to be. Nobody else is doing go that. get it. Oh, my God. Fuck you, man. Now, you can ask my wife. 
I didn't stop talking about Collinsworth all night. I couldn't take it. I mean, it really was. And we've gone over this many times. It was like Romo for you. I couldn't deal. I mean, he, they, like, and he had a great game. I'm not going to, no, he had a good, he had a very good game. He didn't have a great game. I mean, if he had a great game, it would have been 42 to 13. Like, yeah, I mean, the fact, so he had to, I'm looking, he had to throw 51 the, times. I mean, even my father, yeah, even my father, so like, I, he, I saw him this morning. He goes, Oh, how about those dolphins, huh? And I'm like, Oh, that was the freaking worst. He goes, He, and my dad goes, Oh my God, Collinsworth, though. And I'm like, See, <laughs> thank you. I'm like, Thank you. You know, I, my dad doesn't like Collinsworth from back when he was playing. But I, this is my question. Okay, because I don't want to sit here and talk about how bad my team was. They were pathetic. Just, the only listen, take I yeah, – listen, just this one is the – Tua was horrible, right? I mean, here's your opportunity, the five, the fifth pick, the sixth pick, you know, and and for me personally, I'm like, just eat, you know, please win this game, beat this guy up. Like, I just talk so much shit. Well, now I look like an asshole. Whatever, it happens. But my take on the game is our defense that has not been very good at all, and this – like, they held them to 23 points, we score 30 a week normally. I just can't believe we lost. That's how bad it was. Like, the defense played more than well enough for us to win a game, and we just sucked that bad. And they're just showing close-ups of McDaniel on the sideline, and he's just kind of staring, you know, incomplete pass after incomplete pass. And he's looking at his play chart, and he just keeps going, um, how about? And then he would call a play. And I saw that like five or six times, and I'm just like, what do you mean, how about? So I'm this, like, is this, stop is, trying to pick the right play. Fucking run Mostert. It's like the worst fucking run defense in the league. They didn't run at all. I can understand not running against the Niners. The strength is the run D. But this is the worst fucking run defense in the league, and you don't run the ball all night. And you can't tell me because Jeff Wilson got hurt, who we just got on the roster two, three weeks ago. Where, where's Mostert? Fucking run him every play. They can't stop the run. Do you know how many fucking points Derrick Henry is going to go off on against the Chargers this week? I mean, give me a fucking break with the coaching decisions. Oh, God. Is it, uh, anyway. it's. I mean, and that's what I was going to say in watching the game and essentially the second half, second quarter on and, and looking at the stats. I mean, it was like a coaching battle that where – What's your McDaniel? Is that his name? Yeah, he got Mike completely just out-coached. got out coached, right? Oh, and big it's like, time. and got okay, got out coached. It wasn't like he got out coached by Belichick. He got out coached by one of the bigger clowns in the league that everybody just rips on for losing games for his team all the time. Right. I mean, and who's been just, essentially on the hot seat? You know, this team and, was and, what yeah. five and two or five and three, and they're they're half the fucking on. defense is like third string journeyman. I mean, it was just a terrible story. It was just, it was just so perfectly dramatized for these fucking announcers. <sighs> now, what, this is my question, though. When it comes to Collinsworth, come on. I mean, it was bad. It was so it was bad. Really bad. It was really bad. Now, what is the game? Okay, so pre 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 show pre game, everybody. Everybody, all nine guys, who all these fucking guys, I didn't really plan on having this third drink, but now I'm going to get fucking wasted. <laughs> Everybody picked Miami right across the board, right? Even Dungy 
and even Sims, who never picks the same team that everybody else picks. So and Kerry comes walking in the room and goes, oh, you know, that's not good. And I'm like, I can't believe I put money on the Dolphins. I'm like, they're losing. I knew it right then they were going to lose because every time that happens, the, the, other, the team they didn't get picked loses. But what's the game plan for Collinsworth and, and what is it, Tariko, whoever the hell it is? Yeah, what's, the, what's, what, what's the game plan? Do they say, I'm going to blow Herbert all night because he's not getting any respect around the league? Or I'm going to blow Justin Herbert all night because, you know, they've had so many injuries and they should be better than they actually are. I mean, it was from the fucking coin flip. But they could not get enough. But it's it's not like Tua gave them anything, right? It didn't matter though. Even when Tua, even when the game had just started, they were already they were Chargers fans from the minute the game started. They they wanted the Chargers to win. You could just tell they were like the fucking radio. They were like the Los Angeles Charger radio announcers, the biggest homers you could find. Dude, and I, I, I was just like totally sitting as a agree. Dolphins fan. I'm sitting there like, why, like why, why do I have to be subjected to this? I'm trying to enjoy this NFL product on NBC Sunday Night Football, and I'm literally disgusted by the fucking announcer. The color commentator just wants my team to lose so bad. I I couldn't agree. One with bright you spot. One bright spot. Wilkins. 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 The only guy we could talk positive about on that. I mean, they wanted to shit on Tyreek Hill if he didn't pick up that fumble. Right. Oh my God! And then and it still wasn't enough. That just shows you that play. Just shows you how bad the game actually was. We. I mean, we literally scored ten offensive points. Three of them coming with a minute left on a 55-year field goal. Like, brutal. Well, and but Jesus the- Christ. You're right, though. You make a great point when you say that, too. It gave them absolutely nothing. But it's like they it's just like, – they like weren't looking for that. They weren't even looking for it. They were they were enjoying – they had like a twinge in their voices. Like they were enjoying his suffering. His bad play was working for them. It, it's just – I don't know. And I know I'm, I'm just salty. No, but I, it's happened. Before, it's happened on games when I don't have a dog in the fight, and well, we still talk and that's about how it in the chat and stuff. That's right? how it was I mean, for me, and I like I like Herbert better than you, but I go into that game pretty even keeled, you know. And I root for the Dolphins because you root for the Dolphins, but it was unbelievable. Like the, the this love is the for Herbert. Great... And that, one of the first passes is was that incomplete pass. I know specifically what uh, pass you're talking about because. He kept he going on, even receiver. in like the replays, it was incomplete, and he's still sucking a dick. Yeah, and and this is the, I mean, it was in the second quarter, yep. and he was saying this could be the greatest game I've watched a quarterback play all season, and I am like throwing my remote control in the air, like I really, I almost gave, I almost told my wife, let's watch White Lotus finale. Like I, I swear to God, I swear to God. I thought about because she sat right next to me the whole game. I don't know why she did. At one point, I wanted to ask her to leave the room because <laughs> I just wanted to like put my face in a pillow and just scream. And she would look at me like I was fucking nuts. But I watch every Bills game with her, so fine. You know, she's she's there for me. She she's probably enjoying it and just not saying anything. Which you know what? Good for her. That because I would do the same fucking thing. Um, but. And I'm texting my dolphin chat, my brother in it and stuff. And I'm just like, dude, I'm going to just shut this off. Like, 
we know we're losing. Like we all have been here how many times? This we just reverted back to the old Dolphins. I don't want to watch. I'm going to watch and White. You know Lotus. what? Though? And then one kid, just... one kid's like, "Dude, you can't fucking do that." And I'm like, "Why not? Yeah. Maybe I should, you know, help my marriage out and do something she wants to do." Well, and at <laughs> some point, you just got to this yeah, bullshit. You know, you just yeah. Say like, this is one of those games, right? Like nothing. Like it's just it's not going right. And the fact that you even had a chance at the end. I mean, exactly. But how how did we have a chance against the greatest quarterback performance right. of they the scored season? Six dude. points in the second half. They did nothing that's what i'm saying our defense yeah. uh that's why it's so we finally get a defensive effort like that and we lose yeah, the game. but it's against a shit-ass quarterback as you say so don't uh don't don't die on that defense hill just yet yeah but, but listen man, he, you just, it was the greatest quarterback of listen. all time you may want to hold on he, this is the greatest <laughs> you know justin herbert when, when this is all said and done you and i are going to be 60 years old sitting here doing this show and Herbert's going to be inducted with his five Super Bowls. You just one behind Brady. Oh, oh, couldn't have gone worse, man. Worst yeah. case scenario all around. That's it. Sunday oh. night. S-N-F-W-C-S. That's it. At least the Jets lost. <laughs> yes. Yes. Not a great lost. look. Um, other Terrible. NFC games, Nashville, TM. Can we so, just play one o'clock's one o'clocks from now on. That's it. <laughs> one o'clock's one o'clock games on the Sunday ticket. That's where I want Miami to play for the rest of the of, of their existence. Uh, oh wait, 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 PJ. What? Saturday night, eight fifteen at Buffalo. Oh, thank you, thank time. you, Goodell. Yes. Thank you, Goodell. I mean, I'll enjoy thank it. You. Thank you, thank you for. I love yeah, Saturday, better, Saturday night football at Buffalo. Yeah. I'm ready. I'm ready, baby. Bet the Bills. Go. Here's your hot take of the week. Bet Buffalo. Chad D. Hammer Buffalo. Bilinox loving this. <laughs> uh, the Chiefs uh, got out with a win. Oh, God. Don't. I can't believe you went to this game. Can I tell you about this game? Can I tell you about this one? Okay. So I had a very good 1 o'clock slate. Won a lot of money on your Lions. What did I do? I flipped it on the Chiefs. And it's 27 nothing. late in the second quarter. Did you hear what I just said? 27 nothing. And Patrick Mahomes decides to turn into Tua Tungavailoa. He fucking throws a pick 27-7. Not, not return for a touchdown, but he turns it over. This turns it over again before the end of the half. 27-14 going into the half. They come out the third quarter, score, 27-21. I'm literally, I got a text from a buddy of mine who made the same bet, and he just goes, I just had to take two, two Xanax, because of the <laughs> amount of money I'm about to lose on this fucking team. I mean, the Chiefs will religiously not cover. That's the bottom line here. And they'll probably, you know what? They'll probably cover 14 against the Texans this weekend, but you couldn't, I wouldn't bet it with your money. What a joke. Ruined my whole weekend. Went on tilt. Fucking bet Miami. Lost everything I had won. Oh, oh my God. What a joke, dude. Yeah, but Denver. Patrick, but did you see Patrick Mahomes made a shovel pass, a no look like basketball pass to McKinnon for a touchdown? I literally McKinnon, saw that. McKinnon that, won me two leagues. Two, uh, two gonna, got me into the I saw play. that highlight <laughs> 47 times. I mean, that's the only yeah. thing that I saw. 
And then Russell Wilson laying on the ground. That's those are the. Oh, that was a joy. That was a joy. And his, like Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Yes, uh, I loved it. No, uh, no. The difference is Rodgers was co- was conscious and his eyes open. Wilson was dead. <laughs> <laughs> the grass in his helmet. That summed up their season right there. Um, all the Bengals got hurt during the uh, Browns game, which killed. I had so many things kill all of my fantasy teams this week. Just so frustrating. But, uh, you know, we got to, uh, you know, witness Deshaun Watson throwing the ball 42 times for yeah. 276 yards. I didn't get to watch the game, but I, I mean, I don't know. I'm the, 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 the Browns are a little bit of a mess. And you know what? To be honest, the Bengals right now, probably one of those teams I don't want to see in the playoffs if I'm in the NFC. If doing everybody's the same healthy. shit they did last year, man. To do yeah. the same thing they did last year. So right now, TM, in the N- or I'm sorry, in the AFC, you've got the Bills, the Chiefs, the Ravens somehow still holding on, even though they don't have a quarterback. Hopefully coming back or presumably coming They're back de- next week. The Ravens defense is starting to play like a Ravens defense. Yep. And then again, got- it was the Steelers, but you've got the Titans, uh, Still leading the South, even though they got their fucking dicks kicked in by the Jaguars. And then you've got the Bengals, the Dolphins, and the Patriots with the Jets and the Chargers sitting on the outside looking in. I don't know if officially the Jacksonville is eliminated, but um, they're more or less eliminated. So. What are the what are the talks around the town? I mean, where in and obviously a lot of this comes down to your division. It's much like the NFC East. The AFC yes. East currently has three or four spots with, you know, a, essentially a tie in that you know second in the hunt team. What is yes. what's the the thought on the AFC right now with all of these teams and what each team needs to do? Like. The Dolphins, like, are you guys, are you guys good? You need to win a couple and no. hope that it doesn't. We, no, we had to. It's going to take ten wins, I think. So we're eight okay. and five. We were eight and three. We needed to win one of these games: the Niners, Chargers, Bills. So I think we blew that Sunday night. Uh, we'll lose Saturday in Buffalo, and we're going to have to lick our wounds and. You know, it's gonna like I said, it's week eighteen is gonna be against the Jets, but we also play at home against Green Bay on Christmas at New England, which is never easy, and then home to the Jets. So, you know, I'd love to just beat Green Bay in New England, and and then the Jet game just be seeding or something, and not really be that important. I mean, obviously, I'd like to beat Buffalo Saturday night, but let's be realistic. So. I'm I'm concerned. I'm I'm very concerned, honestly, that we we could easily not make the postseason. That that the reason I say that is because here's the Chargers' last four games: home to the Titans, which although I could see them losing this game very easily, actually. I mean, they're a terrible run D. Just run Derrick Henry the whole game. I just get a lead. Tennessee gets a lead, they can win the game. Tennessee falls behind. You see what happened on Sunday. They can't come back. They abandoned Henry. And they put the ball in the hands of Tannehill, and the only receiver Tannehill can hit on the team is Derrick Henry. Right. And it's just a different type of – he's not the same weapon receiving the ball that he is running the ball, and Tannehill sucks. So let's see what happens. Hopefully – I actually hope Tennessee upsets them for obvious reasons. Then they're at the Colts, 
home to the Rams, and at Denver. So four winnable games, but not gimmies for the for a team that's you know not not you know they're not superior to anybody really. But they should be. They could be. They could win all four. But it is the Chargers, right? This is the team that went to Houston last year, week fifteen, and got hammered. Yeah, and no, got and that's... Me knocked out of my survivor pool. And you guys play, I mean, the Charger, I mean, I'm sorry, the, the, you guys, the Dolphins, you guys play, you go New England, then the Jets, obviously both in division. Um, yeah. And then the Bills play New England the last week of the season. And for your sake and everybody's sake, who's fighting for those wildcard spots, you hope that the Bills are still fighting for that bye, you know, against the Chiefs. And it's yeah. not a, a foregone conclusion. So, it should be New interesting. England's got a yeah. New England's road is at, at at Las Vegas, home to the Bengals, home to the Dolphins, and at Buffalo. So that's yeah, that's tough. Tough, absolutely. Yeah, and they didn't. I mean, to be honest, they didn't look like much of anything last night against a depleted Arizona fucking, team. Holy yeah, shit. yeah. I mean, come on. So I I don't know. I mean, I I think you guys are all right, Tim. I think you guys will. You guys got to win a game. The team needs to win a game, bro. They're going to lose. They're going to go, you know, oh, toughest part of our schedule, Niners, Chargers, Bills. Well, there you go, 0-3. Just beat the Jets, Detroit. Then the Jets get Jacksonville Thursday night at home. So the Jets have two home games in five days, and then they're at Seattle, at Miami. So the Chargers have the easiest road, kind of. I don't know. Let's see what happens. Tua needs to wake the fuck up. He has been horrible the last two games. So maybe he's secretly concussed and doesn't want to tell anybody. Cool, cool man, cool, dude. Cool, good cool, bro. Story, All right, let's, bro. let's play a voicemail and go to the NFC, please. Let's get off Yay. this NFC. <laughs> what up, Ben Sports? Oh shit! Oh damn it! We gotta play this because it's play it super after. important. No, oh. fuck it. We gotta play it. Now. This team up north, they got Cook and Justin Jefferson. This team up north, oh King Kirky Cousins, can you handle it? Minnesota, the Vikings weekly call with a do. You know, it's gotten to the point where uh, Mike Francesa, I'm sure you know the name. He's yeah. like, oh, yeah. he was, yeah, right. He was, he was uh, afternoon drive here for decades. Yep. I'm listening to his pod. He's got a podcast now. I'll, I've always loved that guy, but his demeanor today, he just goes, well, in the AFC, we've got da, 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 da. And then over the NFC, you know, I don't believe in the Vikings. So it's the Eagles, the Niners. <laughs> and I'm just like sitting there thinking, I immediately think of Chad and I'm just like, I can't of all the things I'm looking forward to at the NFL postseason. I believe the thing I'm looking forward to the most is Minnesota's first matchup because the nation doesn't believe in this 10 and whatever their record. I mean, it's just fascinating to me. It is. I mean, it's fascinating. It's they fascinating. Are, and the, they are the, I mean, Chad posted today and you've seen it all over. They are the worst in for, as far as run differential team or maybe and oh, the yeah. first team to ever, I said run differential, but point differential, ha- have a negative point differential at 10 and 3 or before it was 10 and 3, but they're a negative one yeah. right now. Literally a negative <laughs> one. And that goes down to, and this is, and, and I, Chad and I were texting, I mean, it comes down to them winning all of their close games. Yeah, and then when they've lost, like every game. 
they've just got their ass kicked. And that's, you know what though? That's good teams find ways to win. Now, maybe the, the saying should be, good teams find ways to win against bad teams because against good teams, they hadn't been doing as much and literally just been getting their ass kicked. And I don't know, TM, I don't know what the story is, but hey, let's go listen to Chad and then we'll talk about it. Okay. What up, Ben Sportscast? It's your boy, the Duke, calling in on a fabulous Monday night on my way home from work after a Minnesota Skull Vikings loss to the Poo Poo franchise of the Detroit Lions. Oh, yeah, yeah. But the Poo Poo franchise <laughs> lost is twice this year. hot pile of poop right now. Um, I give them credit. I called it. You know, I've been saying it. This was like... This was really the last game that I was worried about. I think from here on out, I think we're going to cruise. We just need one win to clinch up the North. I think that is doable. It's just now maintaining that second seed, which I think is easily doable with our schedule that's left. Uh, PJ's going to talk about the game. I'm going to be short and brief. I, I think these are two very similar teams right now. Uh, obviously the biggest difference between the last time we played them and now is they're fully healthy and we aren't. I know we got to have the next man okay. up mentality, um, but, I mean, it's not like our starters on defense, <clears throat> excuse me, make that much of a difference, but Harry the Hitman being out, obviously, at safety uh, was quite a big difference maker, just having that extra help with him. And then uh, not only being out one offensive lineman, two, and then Detroit did what they should do then is get to our quarterback. That was pretty much the difference maker. I mean, both quarterbacks were able to throw at their will and make plays. Huge day for J.J. Um, some questionable calls. Now I hear a lot of that two-point I was kind of confused about. But analytics are saying that that is the smart play. Um, a lot of talk of saying we would like to see us go for two more. Probably that's just because of our history with kickers. I don't know. A lot of weird calls, too, and shit in the game. Just really exposing some rules and things. I don't know. Uh, I will give uh, the Detroit Lions credit, though, where credit's due at the end there. That play with their tackle, I'm sure PJ can explain it, but bringing him across the line and flying out for that pass. Uh, that was a beautiful play. I liked it a lot. Um, and you could see our backup so Smith being yelled at by Peterson and not recognizing it at all and going with it. And so kudos to you guys. You're hot. Good chance that you guys Thank get you. into that wild card if you keep playing like you are. <laughs> uh, I think your next biggest, toughest competition is probably the Jets. Um, you think? Maybe prevent some of that passing. So good luck. Uh Vikings definitely got to get healthy and score. I mean, that's the only way this team's going to do anything is if they keep scoring. Um, and then I just got to say, what the fuck was that roughing the passer call last night? Uh, God almighty. Doesn't matter. It didn't make a difference. Didn't make a difference in the game. Of it course was, it was bad, but it didn't matter. It was fucking terrible. We've seen it a hundred times now. Oh, they got to get that right. They got to fix that. I know. Hold on. Chad, call back. Pussies. I want to say this league is a bunch of pussies. Sorry, Google Boy. Right. I had to get that out. That, oh, man, there's nothing more frustrating than a beautiful textbook sack on the quarterback and then to be called roughing. 
To be fair, though, the refs they, or whoever paid off uh, the defender on, on uh, I want to say San Diego still, I'll never get over it, Chargers. And That's right. uh, you guys were able to walk in for a touchdown after the fact. But come on. It makes me more and more believe in what DM has to say. I'm sure you guys will discuss it. But, man, I, I, honestly, let's just start putting flags on the quarterback. At least then the defenders know what they can and can't do. It's ridiculous. Skull Vikings, get to the playoffs. Suck a baba dick. Yeah, that I mean the the worst part of that call, it didn't matter, right? We still got the we still got him uh, three and out after that, but the worst part of that penalty was the flag came in. So I mean, I I I so late. I think that the the you know the play clock had started for fourth yeah, down. I mean, it was oh, it was awful. It was that was bad. awful. Yeah. Doesn't matter though. I just felt bad for the player because he's got like he had. I don't know, like a hundred something family members. He's from the area, so it's just like fuck off. And it does kill momentum, I think, a little bit for Miami. There, you know, you get the sack, you get off the field, but we still stopped him. It just yeah. whatever. Fuck, fuck that game. <laughs> Let me say something about the. I want to give the the Vikings props. Not anything. Uh, you can talk right after this, but yeah, they. You know, yeah, they're minus one point differential and you know all the shit that they take but i will say they they swept the afc east this year so i think that's something that should be recognized because that's fucking impressive when you beat because you beat the bills along with the other three teams i mean that is that's there's something to be said because you can't like just go i'm going down their schedule and i just want to trash all the teams that they beat right and all that but dude they beat miami buffalo new england and the jets that's you know there's something to be said for that um in this season but then of course all the nfc teams that they beat are trash What's except funny, for the, your yeah. team you should have beat them twice unfortunately that first that's one of your worst losses was week oh, three for sure we're up 10 with yeah, like four yeah. minutes to go um yeah exactly you know the the thing with the doll with the vikings <clears throat> is I think if they were like eight and five, they'd get more respect than the fact that they're ten and three. I mean, right? I mean, well, like, people yeah, they check in on this team. They and they're like, "How's this team ten and three? Right? I mean, that's <laughs> exactly Dallas what game, it is. Their Dallas game that that was a bad nationally televised game, right? And and it's just they're nine and one or nine and one against in, in one score games, right? And usually that number's more like. Seven and three or four or the reverse five and seven, whatever. Right. 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 And the losses Mm -hmm. are bad losses. And, and Chad, you can talk, you can say whatever you want about the game this past week, but I'm just looking at the stats. You guys rushed for 22 yards. You have Delvin cook. Like why? I don't give a shit that Justin Jefferson had 223 receiving yards clearly I mean, because it's 16 points with like three minutes left in the game well, they're playing Where, from behind the whole game though yeah i but you have to you say that but it it wasn't it wasn't that lopsided early right i mean they just mm-hmm. they, they couldn't develop they could not get into a rhythm because the Lions decided to stop the run, and 
let Kirk Cousins get his yardage, and then they clamp down on him in the red zone. So, and granted, listen, they fumbled, you know, they fumbled on their own, or on the Lions' five-yard line. And what your coach was doing, like, the fact that you even want to defend what he did going for two, I will never understand. It was the third quarter, TM. It was 21-7. The Vikings scored, and they went for two. And they didn't get it. I, I honestly, I don't understand it. Yeah, but right. So the mentality there is, yeah, they're. I I know. No, 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 no. Then I'm with you because it's when 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 you're in a situation where you score and you go for two because like you're down 15, so you're gonna have to get the two point conversion at some point. So you just do it the first time or whatever, because then you could just go do it again the next time. That's fine. Or whatever, however the math works out, that yeah. didn't make complete sense. But yeah, this one made no sense. I remember watching it, and the Lyman play he's talking about was fantastic because that clinched my money. Yeah, but, well, they were they were talking yeah. about they had the Lions had that set as a goal line like series, and so right. on first down they ran the same tackle in motion, and we're trying to run out the clock. So it's very similar to what you would do on Sewell, the goal right? line. Yeah, yeah, it was Sewell. Sewell yep. And yeah, so yeah. just like a goal line, you're just running, and they think that he's just going to crack down on Daniil Hunter or whatever. And, you know, but listen, the Lions have the advantage of being able to do some of these things because maybe it doesn't mean as much. And now that they're in the in the hunt, maybe it starts to get a little bit louder and a little bit more, you know, uh, critical, these decisions. But the Lions are learning how to win. Their offense is – one of the best in the NFL right now. I don't know how else to say it. Outside of a few, I mean, we talked about them in the top, you know, the first four weeks. Apparently, everybody just needs to go talk with Bill Belichick because he's the only one that's really been able to stop them. Um, <laughs> 29 nothing. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and that's just one of those games. So, listen, I'm not tooting the, the horn of the Lions too quickly right now, but they're finding ways to win. The things that I said that the Lions need to figure out early in this season on this show about finding ways to win with the guys that you have on your roster is finally coming to fruition. Early in the season, I said, you need as a coach, it doesn't matter who you have. You have NFL players. They may not be your starters. They may be rookies. They may be backups. But you've got to scheme your way into winning, and they're doing that. Their defense is still really suspect especially in the secondary as chad was saying but now chad just i know you love to say that we're healthy you understand that our pro bowl safety is out for the season with the acl tear right and he's been that way for the last like six weeks so i don't you know harrison smith i mean our whole team yes we are getting healthier but everybody has injuries you got it. I mean, it's going to happen in the playoffs. Yeah, but everybody only every, the only injuries anybody knows about on the Lions is Amon St. Brown and and Swift because they all play fantasy. Yeah, nobody's paying attention. Yeah, nobody knows. Oh right. no, exactly. I, absolutely. So uh, I'm really I'm fired up, dude. Uh, Jared Goff is top ten. Dare I the, say the, top the, ten quarterback right now? I mean, it's unbelievable. The Detroit. Hey, I'm riding him in one of my leagues, bro. Riding, looking to ride him all the all way. The Listen. Way. They, the, the Detroit Lions right now are an incredible companion piece to the Michigan Wolverines. I mean, you can't 
You can't, couldn't be can't having more fun right way. now at this point. Yeah. I'd love to see you beat the Jets for so many reasons, but just to get to 500, that'd be so awesome. Um, big, like Lions the, the, big Lions fan. Big Lions fan on Sunday. The Dolphins. The Dolphins. Of, was it last year, TM? Was it just last year that you guys started one and seven? Or 0 and 7? Mm, Whatever you guys were. Was it two no, years that, ago? No, no, no. That was, a, that was Flores' first, first year, I think. Okay. So we'll see. speaking we'll see. of the Lions, at the Jets, at the Panthers, Christmas Eve, that's a Saturday 1 o'clock game. Yep. And then it's uh, home to the Bears and at Green Bay. Yeah. The biggest dick Go punch. Go get them. The biggest dick punch is going to be if that game in Green Bay comes down to like a win and you're in. Oh, Aaron yeah. Rodgers. I just I pray that he dies. Let's just see just, if he gets there. Yeah. yeah I mean, he's got to physically <laughs> get to week 18. Let's be real about him. And we talked about this last week. The tie between the Commanders and the Giants will forever be the worst thing that happened to the Lions just because we don't we held the tiebreaker against those two teams and Seattle who is the other team that we're going into this wild card against is the team that we lost to. It just sucks. But all three of those teams, I need we need two of them to go one and four down the stretch. One and three down the stretch now. Because they all lost this week. So we're well, let's see. I mean, pushed. But. Yeah, let's I mean, Sunday night's gonna be interesting then in your perspective. I mean, first you obviously gotta beat the Jets. But you're right. I mean, then it's like one of those teams would have been seven and seven, but instead they're gonna be seven, six, and one. That's just yeah. brutal. Ties yep. are so stupid. Figure it out. NFL watch a college game or you know if you're the Lions just win out and it probably will take care of itself it's if we because going into this after we lost to well listen the Giants ain't getting 10 wins I'll tell you that right now so right. you can kind of forget what, if, we get, you know, if we get 10 I'm, I'm I'm pretty sure we're in but it's not it's the nine and eight number that really sucks because we need one of those NFC East teams to go eight eight and one well, look, go Niners Thursday night because it's Niners at Seattle. There you go. Yep. Which is a fascinating game from the Vegas standpoint because it's the the spread is Niners minus three and a half. And I initially looked at that and I'm like, uh, free money. But I guess Purdy's hurt. McCaffrey's probably will play, but he's not 100%. Debo's obviously out. So I guess, I guess, I mean... It's going to be a kitchen sink game for the Seahawks because they lost to Carolina at home. So, so um, elsewhere in the NFC TM, we had uh, obviously the uh, the Eagles dominating the Giants, as we just said. I mean, that was like, free money. Um, free money. The Cowboys almost losing. <laughs> Biggest spread of the season. Biggest spread of the season. How do yeah. we not take the fucking? Detections at seventeen. Because you can't. That's why. You know, that's a stay away. You can't bet those games. Um, and then you know we had uh the Niners with Purdy and just dominating Tom Tom Brady and the worst loss of his career or whatever they were saying. Boom! That that clinched my lion. Not like it matters because I ended up coming out zero on Sunday, but I had Lions, Bills, Jets under. San Fran parlay, and I was so proud of it. And then the Chiefs. So there you go, there you go. And uh, uh, and then the game last night. Um, Kyler Murray. Unfortunately, like I never like to see a guy get hurt, especially a guy that's coming off of other injuries. You know, and but 
first off, thanks Kyler uh, and Arizona for losing my fantasy playoff spot. You yeah. <laughs> and I know oh, you don't play because you're fan. You know what? I can bitch though. I was down ten tm. No, fifteen. Somewhere in that 15, fourteen to fifteen with Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins. Oh, I got ten points. That's great. Great, uh, but they're he they're fucking, Hopkins had a big fumble. They're fucking terrible, by the way. I mean, regardless of Murray, I mean, I I just, I mean, it's well, Kingsbury's terrible. I mean, he's getting fired, right? Well, that's yeah, that's that's a that's a you know, an off season conversation because when does Murray come back from the injury? I mean, if he's right. not starting, you know, if he's missing six weeks or something, what's the point? Like, just get rid of Kingsbury. You know, that's going to be a yep. big factor in all of it. Yeah, so they just paid him yeah. all that money. All that money, <laughs> but yeah, that's. I mean, that's it. I mean, that's everybody else. Wait, can a, we can we touch on one other thing? This yeah. has nothing to do with the playoffs, but can we talk about Baker Thursday night? Oh my god! No, no, no! Come on! I enjoyed the shit out of that. Now, not for any reason against the Raiders or anything, but I, I'm happy for Al Michaels <laughs> that he finally got an exciting game to watch. But the Raiders are such a disgrace. Um, but that was kind of cool for Baker. I don't know. I mean, I don't hate Baker for any reason, but the best part of that game was McVay's reaction to it happening. Oh yeah. Because his, his players are coming off the field and he's just going, Oh fuck. Yeah. Oh fuck. Yeah. It's like, he couldn't <laughs> believe it. It's the highlight of his season and they won the fucking super bowl last year. <laughs> dude, as Amazing. A, as a the Lions. NFL dude. <laughs> As a Lions fan who holds the Rams' first round pick, that I know, was a that big right. dick punch. I mean, it was. How about like, this? Oh my god! How about this? One of my brothers had the Raiders in Survivor. Oh. Yep, I texted him. I'm like, you know what? That was pretty cool tonight, Baker. And he's just like, shut the fuck up. And I'm oh. like, okay. Oh. <laughs> like I didn't know. I didn't know. I would have been watching the game in a completely different mindset if he if he had told me they had taken the Raiders. Ooh, ooh, that's that's bad. Bad news. Yeah. Bad juju. Bad juju. That's how it goes, man. The the best meme on the internet was the uh, NFL writers. <laughs> NFL writers after last night's Baker Mayfield comeback holding the fucking Emmy. Oh right. I mean, yep. I mean yep. come on, dude. Come on. God, it's this well, fucking league. Don't all, bet on the NFL, man. Yeah, there we go. We are, we're starting now. We're starting into the playoff push, baby. Here we go. All right, let's go fucking bet some. Oh, I thought you were just about to drop that sound uh, right I there. Trying. Well, that's yeah. the wrong one. <laughs> Call the line. By picking the best I can But when they come and take my house and my car My wife don't understand I fucking suck at gambling Alright, it's finally a good part of the show for me Ooh. Yeah. Two and one <laughs> again God, could you imagine if I didn't bet on my own team the last two weeks? I could have been 3-0 and twice, baby. 
go two and one again and get myself to 1921 and two still hovering around that 500 mark yourself and look you should have been two and one also but the chiefs so you went one and two you're 18 22 and two i've got a one game lead on you plenty of uh bets left to make so we still are neck and neck here what a fucking joke that Chiefs spread was I, I can't i can't with that fucking shit and then they're driving to kick a field goal which i needed in fantasy and to possibly at least push for you and myself and my finances and he throws his third pick like he just i don't know what he was doing you know Mahomes, don't play backyard football. Just stick to the game plan. Why don't they just run the ball when you're up 27 nothing? I mean, what more is there to do? Yeah, you can literally run just Pache- run the ball 20 Just run times. Pacheco. Yeah, run Pacheco Go and get into halftime up 27 nothing. I'll just, you know, you never understand it with these, these fucking coaches. So anyway, 2-1 and one for me. Lost the Dolphins. One on the Jets and the Eagles. PJ, 1-2. One, one on the Lions. Lost on the Chiefs and the Browns. All right, here we go. Week 15. First things first, I'm going to go to Minnesota and I'm going to take the Vikings minus four at home against the Colts. Why? Well, it's several reasons. One, everybody's talking about the Vikings and how bad they are. They have to know this is being discussed. Two, they just had a bad loss or two bad losses. They need a win. Chad said it'll clinch the division. They're at home. Tough place to play. I, I, I mean, I don't know what other motivation you need. And three, the Colts stink. And the Jeff Saturday shine has is off. I mean, he won one game. He won the first game against the Raiders. And, okay, they kept it close with Philadelphia. But, I mean, enough is enough already with this. Matt Ryan stinks. Um, I don't know. I, I, just, I just think Minnesota's going to score 30-plus points and win this game. Going away. Four is nothing clinch the division uh minnesota party so that's my first pick second pick i can't believe i'm gonna do this i've probably t- said this team stinks 15 times but belichick coaches have success against him when they go to other organizations and new england is not good i'm sorry i'm not impressed with this team it's a completely different game last night if kyler murray plays i kind of like them to lose last night I just don't really think New England's got it. Mac Jones is kind of eh. Stevenson's hurt. We don't know if Harris is going to play. Their strength is the run game. Myers is questionable. I think New England has benefited from somewhat of a kind of like, you know, easy schedule when it comes to some of their matchups, as my team has as well. So I know the schedule. And I just see the Raiders at home as a different team. And. Adams is just on fire, you know, and like I, I think that this is a this is a game circled for Josh McDaniels, and I just think the Raiders get it done here at home. You're giving me plus one with the Raiders. New England stayed out there, I guess, for the week after Arizona. Well, you know what? Miami stayed out there for the week after the fucking San Francisco game, so we could throw that bullshit out the fucking window. Um, but I just, I don't know. There's just something about this game. I kind of like the Raiders here. Give me the Raiders plus one. And then my third pick, give me the Jags plus four and a half against Dallas. Now, this could very much be seen as an overreaction to Dallas struggling against Houston on Sunday. My take on that game is pretty simple, actually. I think when your team goes to Dallas, it's kind of like when an NBA team goes to Madison Square Garden. 
you just get up for it. It's like one of those venues where you kind of like, yeah, listen, I'm here. You know, like Jerry Jones, that that stadium, it's just fucking ridiculous, right? You just get up for it. That was an in, interstate rivalry. Dallas takes teams like that lightly. I remember losing a survivor pick. I don't know if it was last year or the year before. Denver was terrible. They go into Dallas like a 17-point underdog and flat out won the game going away. It was like 48-10. I just think teams get up and go to Dallas. Now, speaking of places to play, teams struggle in Jacksonville. I don't know what it is. Buffalo went down there last year and lost 9-6. to I mean, there's something about playing in Jacksonville as a road team that doesn't work for people. Uh, you're giving me 4.5 points. Jacksonville just torched Tennessee. Lawrence is playing, like, outside of his body right now. You know, good for him. He dealt with the Urban Meyer shit. He, shut, he kept his mouth shut. And now he's just he's just coming into his own. Lawrence is going to be a star. He was a number one draft pick. He's got all the tools. And he's fucking good. The other key to this game is Doug Peterson. Doug Peterson, coaching the Eagles, knows all about the Cowboys. This is really the same Cowboy team. Just sub Cooper, I mean, uh, C.D. Lamb for, you know, Mari Cooper, really, as far as the offense is concerned, at least. So, I don't know. I just I just think this could be, this is two good offensive teams and two decent, you know, Dallas is a very good defensive team. Jags play good D at home. Again, the Peterson factor. I think this will be close. Dallas probably win, but it's possible Jags can pull the upset at home here. Um, but give me those four and a half points with the Jaguars at home. So Vikings minus four, Raiders plus one, Jags plus four and a half. And I just want to say that I was looking over these picks for a while pre-show. This is a tough week of spreads. Agreed. A lot of, lot because there's a lot of teams you look at and just like, what do they have to play for? No, a hundred percent. And that's what I'm, I'm looking at as I'm going through this. And I tough, the, yeah, first the first thing that I wrote down was Vikings minus four, but there because because I'm because I'm I'm trailing, I'm not gonna go that way. Not gonna go that right. way. But I will go the opposite of you on this Jaguars yeah, game. Ooh. So you forget that the Jags rolled into Detroit and got their dicks kicked in by a very similar offensive team but with a worse defense than Dallas. Yes, Lawrence is looking good. He's, you know, he's, he's slowly maturing into a good, not great quarterback. But I just don't necessarily see it with them right now. Dallas is still fighting. There is still a possibility that they win the NFC East. Now, it's going to take a miracle but it is still there, and they are still fighting for that. And I just think Dallas is too powerful. The four and a half points doesn't scare me, and they're playing as well as anybody in the in the NFL right now. So I will take Dallas. I will lay the four and a half points. Listen, both Southern teams, not a huge, you know, issue going from Dallas to Jacksonville. And I agree. It seems like teams struggle. However, like for whatever reason in Jacksonville, even though there's no fans there, um, but I do like Dallas. I like how they're playing. Dak's playing great. They've got a two-headed monster at running back. Everybody's doing the things they need, and their defense is fucking solid. So 
Um, and if you go by the up-down theory, I think Jacksonville kind of blew their load this week uh, against Tennessee. <laughs> so give me Dallas uh, minus the four and a half. With that, I was looking, and, and you're absolutely right. There is still – there are a lot of games in here that I just don't know what is motivating teams. And so then I started looking at this Eagles-Bears game. And at first I was like, you know, I think the Bears might be able to cover here and might be able to do something. And then I remembered who the Bears quarterback was, and it's Justin Fields. And the dude can't throw. All he can do is run the ball. And the Bears aren't going to be able to keep up with the Eagles offense. I mean, the Eagles offense is running on all cylinders right now. They don't seem to let teams hang around. You look at their their scores, and yeah, I mean, they, they lost to the Commanders, and then, you know, there's a couple, it's been a couple games in there that have been close, but for the most part, the Eagles right now are just blowing the doors off of bad teams, and that's what Chicago is. They're a bad team. So, I like the nine number, going to lay the nine points, and even though the Bears are coming off a of bye, I don't trust Justin Fields, I don't really trust their defense. I don't really trust the Bears at all. So give me the Eagles. I'll lay the nine points. Last but not least, Tim, you talked about it. And again, back to the up-down theory. The Chargers really aren't that good. The Dolphins could have literally couldn't have played a worse game. And the Dolphins were in this game this past week with a chance to get the ball back to win it. Tennessee's coming off an embarrassing loss. As you said, TM, an embarrassing performance by uh, Derrick Henry. And the Chargers cannot stop anybody. So you're going to give me three points as the Titans and let me go into San Diego, San Francisco, whatever, and um, take it to the Chargers all day. I don't know how they stop Derrick Henry. They can't put safeties over the – over the middle to stop Derrick Henry. So give me the Titans, give me the three points, and let's fucking go, baby. Because the Titans are still playing for something. Still playing for seeding, still playing it all. So they, that just, is, yeah, they just need a win for pride, that team. They've yeah, been playing 100%. So, so I got Dallas minus four and a half, Philly minus nine, and Tennessee plus four. That's it, man. Four. Hicks. What is it? Oh, I'm sorry. It's three. I had a game I, on there, and it crossed off. And Anyway, yeah, it's three. 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 I, I crossed off t- uh, Tennessee plus three, and I also crossed off Saints minus four home against the Falcons. I just – so do you hear what happened there? Mariota, they moved on to the rookie, and Mariota oh. left the team today. Oh, well, I'm glad I – Yeah. Glad, uh, glad left the team. I think like, Mariota – Left the team like – out of well but you know he left the facility or something oh, just like pissed that he, like, he yeah him and zach enough? wilson are getting a beer him and zach wilson are getting a beer <laughs> <laughs> oh yes oh i love it let me real quick before we sign off here what's your take on the on the ravens just in general well isn't the the i looked at that and i it, huntley, yeah, I look at got, the, i'm looking at that one too but huntley got hurt didn't he that's their, their yeah they may right? be yeah, yeah. So I don't. I mean, their defense is coming around. Um, 
it's just hard to say without Lamar. I don't. And J.K. Dobbins is is running the ball. I mean, yeah, yeah, they're good. doing they're yeah. they're doing things well. But I don't I don't know what the makeup of that team is right now. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it yeah. just seems. And and I I have this fear that Cleveland is ready for a, a breakout. Right? I mean, you you got to look at. It. I mean, Deshaun Watson's played two games now. Yeah. It's like he's coming out of the preseason and, you know, watch out in week 17 and 18 because he might be ready to – he's in midseason form. So – and I didn't get to watch that game against the, the Bengals a whole lot, and I don't know, you know, where the, the struggles of Cleveland is right now with Deshaun and that team, but how they're not it's killing me with uh, Chubb. Chubb. Yeah, yeah I know. It's killing me in fantasy. So here's the question. Here's a question. And I know this is a tough one to ask you because of the bias, but do I start Watson or Goff on Sunday in the playoffs? I would leave that to you on as far as the Jets go. Now remember, Goff is has has done well against you know lesser passing defenses and at home. Yes, yes, yeah, he's his best road win was at this stadium though against the Giants. Yeah. Um, and, and the but Lions I think you are, ran all over them. Yeah. I mean, but the Lions offense is getting healthy. DJ Chark is healthy. Jamison Williams obviously showed up his first catch in the NFL went for a touchdown. Um, yes. And that, that, I think the biggest thing, and this goes back to Chad's calls, the biggest thing where the Lions are healthy is they have four of their five starting offensive linemen playing. And the fifth guy, you know, he was never coming back this season. So, essentially, it is their top offensive line, and they showed it in that Vikings game. Goff didn't mm-hmm. get sacked once, and Cousins got sacked multiple times, and that was probably the difference. A clean pocket – and it isn't um, – oh, but we're not talking about – well, isn't uh, the Quinn and Williams, right? Is That's a big – it's a question mark for the Jets right now, right? Yeah. They're D-linemen, so – if he doesn't play, it's probably, you know. But the, the thing is, Lions are going to run the ball if they can. So when are you flying in for this game? I wish, dude. I went to Indy instead. <laughs> God damn it. It's a better choice. Better choice. <laughs> better choice, please. We're not, you're right. not ready to travel for the Lions yet. Nah, not yet. Not yet. Let's go. Certainly let's get not. this weekend, and then we'll, then we'll see. Then maybe I'll yeah. fly to yeah, Carolina. Yeah, yeah. Where's I don't even know where their stadium is. Charlotte? I can put you up at my in-laws, Charlotte. There, let's go. (laughs) All right, everybody. Well, uh, short and sweet this week. Um, Games on Saturday, don't forget. Be a lovely NFL weekend. Uh, My wife. Can I forget? Can I forget? I'm gonna forget on Sunday. I'll tell you that. There you go. Um, check out uh, on Binge Media. Check out the Twelve Days of Binge Miss. I'm going to be on a 12, couple commentaries for some comms of Binge Miss. Whatever. I, I, Is that I, what it's I called? Just, they I don't tell so. me. They just tell me what time to show up. I think so. Yeah, you may you <laughs> yeah. may hear one or both of us on one of those. Hey, no. Yes. Um, right. Yep. And uh, if you guys haven't, uh, those Twelve Comms of Binge Miss are. Patreon exclusive. So if you guys have not signed up for Patreon, you get this show for free, but there is tons of other extra content on the Binge Media website, Binge Media Podcasts. You've got the tourneys. You have the full binge, uh, part of the uh, the main show, and then obviously 
all these special shows like the commentaries of Christmas, the 31 horror commentaries, all of that, five bucks a month. Patreon.com slash binge media. Do it. And maybe, just maybe, you'll hear TM and I do one of those special shows after the NFL season. Not now, though. Clearly yes. not now. <laughs> so, uh, all right, everybody. Uh, thanks for calling in. Uh, if you want to call in, 708-316-8822. And uh, with that, we say happy binge miss, everybody. Go Lions. Go Dolphins. Fuck the Come Jets. on. Yeah, <laughs> come on. Give me something. Let's go. Excuse me. You've been listening to the Binge Media Podcast Network at BingeMedia.net. Support the network and subscribe to the full binge at Patreon.com slash BingeMedia. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get podcasts. And don't forget. I was going to say, um... <laughs> what did you just say? I'm really happy on Hot yeah, baby. right now. Come on.